This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We're talking today with Josephine Bennett with uh, Georgia Public Broadcasting. Good, good afternoon, Josephine. How are you today? I'm great, Mitch. How are you? Good, you good. I want to make sure I got your title correct because I know it's your your job has shifted a little bit recently. So tell tell me what what exactly is your title? My formal title is Director of News and Partnerships, and basically that means. Um, in, in terms most people would understand. I'm the news director, and then I also work on partnerships with other media organizations, nonprofits, um, et cetera, so, and on special projects. Okay. And um, so I think sometimes people think of Georgia Public Broadcasting on the TV side, and sometimes they think about the radio side, but I think it's important for folks to understand that there's there's both. You've got two sides to it. So give us a little feel for the size and scope of, of how many people in, uh, across Georgia that GPB reaches? Sure. So we reach um, everyone. <laughs> so <laughs> we are our home station. I mean, our, our, core, our headquarters are in Atlanta, but we have, we have stations all around the state. Not all of those. I mean, there's, you know, it's a moving target, I think 20. So hopefully I might be off by one, but um, and so those are everywhere. We have actual reporters based in Macon and in Savannah. So, um, and they travel a lot. And uh, and then our reporters in Atlanta also go to all parts of the state. How, how would you differentiate your coverage? And uh, I've worked with a lot of your reporters, but, you know, for a, a company or a PR person or someone who is thinking, hey, I'd like to work with GPB. How, how, how do you describe your coverage compared to other other media? I, I would say that we focus a lot on um, second day stories. So something happens, let's say the legislature votes on something. We're going to, we'll tell people about it, but we're also going to look at the public policy, the impact of that public policy, sort of those deeper dive um stories that take just a, you know, a longer look at what the impact will be on people. Um, and not just, you know, because we're statewide, it's, it's kind of, it's going to be a little bit different depending on where you live. So um, I would say that's probably the main difference with us. And obviously, if you're thinking about pitching a story over there to, to GPB, think about something that has uh, interest to people outside of Metro Atlanta because your your reach is, is not just people here, right? Right. I mean, we we talk about Atlanta, um, but we also, you know, because we've been statewide for so long, our reporters are really used to telling that story in a way that, you know, hopefully engages everybody. So, you know, a decision is made. It You might not think it has an impact on you, but um, we're going to tell that story in a way that will make you care, if that makes sense. Yeah, and your segments are your radio segments are a little bit longer than than some stations, so you kind of a little bit you have a little bit more time to right. to tell the story than than some stations do uh, in 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 certain markets. And I know in in a lot of markets, kind of the, around Georgia, that local original content is is a lot more limited than it used to be, right? So you guys, yeah. are, you guys are the source of uh, 
of news in a lot of in a lot of cities where they don't with a lot of the stations just don't have the, the staff to. Uh, yeah, to def- definitely. And and, you know, we're going to go to the places and tell the stories that might never get told if we weren't there. And, you know, um, I think about some of the things we're reporting on now. They're just not things people talk about very much. Um, so, so so it's those things that matter, but often get ignored. So what, what's a good example of that? Well, right now we have a reporter working on pedestrian fatalities and why um, the numbers are so high and kind of the um, what is being done to address it, but why some of the solutions that we might think about wouldn't necessarily work based on um, how those roads are designated. I hope that makes sense. Um, we have a story that just came out this week about the impact of um, a particular rural hospital closure. Um, when COVID first started, we sent a reporter down to Albany and that reporter, that that was actually like a national hotspot. And he was one of the first people to go down there um, and really stay on top of that. So um, and we tell fun stories too. We haven't been able to do as much of that as possible, you know, as we we used to, but sort of those who knew stories. So um we've got someone working on a story about um Igbo landing and the historical context around that in coastal Georgia. Um we had our Savannah reporter talk about how preservation is being used to address housing shortages. So it really runs the gamut. And I, I would say our audience is like a lot of um, public radio audiences. They're, you know, lifelong learners, really curious. And so just because something isn't happening in their particular community, they're going to be interested nonetheless. So if someone has a good story idea, do you suggest coming through you or going to a specific reporter or some combination of both? I would say, you know, um, feel free to reach out to our reporters. Everybody's email address is on our website. I, I'm sort of the person that um, curates all of the stuff <laughs> and we get a lot of it. Um, yeah. So uh, I do look at every single email. Sometimes if we can't cover something, we might not have the person to do it. It doesn't mean we're not interested. Sure. So we might hold it for a later time. Also, press releases that tell us about something that has already happened. I mean, I hate to say it, but they're kind of useless, you know? And we like to have a little bit of lead time. So if we do want to cover something, um, we we have the time to have somebody ready to do that. So um, hopefully it's going to be a little easier now that Seems like we're having a break uh, with COVID, and um, of course, there's always politics, and that's always busy. So, right, right, yeah, and and I know you guys don't cover the kind of the same kind of day of breaking news stories. Right, that, that's kind of not your not your thing. Um, on the TV side, are there kind of some shows that you want that kind of you might want to highlight or mention that are kind of unique and different? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, during the legislative session, we have lawmakers. So that is, that is laser focused on the legislature. I'm, you know, as far as locally produced television shows, we have a lot of education focused programming. Um, we're kind of thinking about, uh, possibly doing some more public affairs. 
things. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, um, I, I'm, I hear about the things going on on the TV side. We do work during the session. We work very hand in hand with lawmakers. Um, but, you know, uh, sometimes I don't always hear about things. I'm probably super focused on uh, the news side. So um, if that, if that sure. makes sense. Sure. Are there, uh, you know, you mentioned the obviously the, uh, you got the primaries coming up in a couple of weeks uh, and then no doubt some runoffs after that and then general elections in the fall. So I'm, I'm assuming that's a, that's a big uh, focus for, for Stephen uh, Fowler and, and Riley Bunch who kind of do a lot yeah. of your political reporting. Yeah, that's um, you know, but we given our geography, I think it's, you know, um, it's something everybody's going to be keeping an eye on. Um, and also, we're going to look at a lot of the public policy views of the candidates this time around. Riley, you know, that's something she has focused a lot on. Um, so, you know, you have a candidate. Where do they stand? And how, if things change, would that impact communities? Um, kind of just to give a little more context to um to politics. But yeah, it's just, I mean, thank goodness we have partnerships and we also, of course, have AP. So, but the things we can't pay at and can't get to, we'll, we'll rely on, um, on others. But it's going to be busy. I mean, there's just, I've got literally reporters that plan their lives, their vacations, everything around voting and elections. Sure. So. Absolutely. But when that's your beat, you gotta, you gotta look at that. You can't, can't say, I don't yeah. think I'm going to take off the last well, part of October for, you know, somewhere early November. Right. Again, like, yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. We, we were down at GPB this earlier, earlier, uh, in the week, uh, kind of working on the debates with the Atlanta press club. So I spent three days camped out in the, in the conference room there. Uh, yeah. but, uh, you know, good, good crew doing the, uh, the broadcast there, Tess and Kevin Gerke, shout out. To the, to those yeah, folks. he's he's fantastic, <laughs> and they've really got it down to a science. I mean, it is, you know, it's it's wonderful that they. I mean, they're just they've been doing it for a long time, and um, it's so important. I actually I downloaded the. Uh, sometimes my I have a terrestrial antenna, but it's not great, and so I I I was watching on the app um, live, and uh, and it was. I mean. It's really, I, I've talked to some, you know, people I know in my community about um, the debates and, and said, you know, you really need to watch these before you, yeah. you go and you vote. Um, because, you know, no matter where you fall, you, you want to be aware of what the candidate, the candidates are saying. Yeah. I mean, you're, you, when you sit there and listen to them for an hour, you get a good feel for, for their character and, and their personality and, uh, where they stand on, on the key issues. Yeah. Uh, and they, and the debates were... also makes me aware of just how many great journalists there are in Georgia. I mean, there were plenty of people to, you know, to, um, to ask questions and uh, it was, I mean, it's just, it's impressive. Yeah. We had, um, we had an anchor from, uh, uh, one from Savannah, but we had somebody from Chattanooga, a couple of your folks, um, AP, AJC, uh, I think we had about 40 journalists kind of as moderators and, <clears throat> and panelists over the, over the three days. I think it was like 90 candidates or something <laughs> like that. 
hard know. to keep track. There were a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a, uh, and most of it, most of it flowed well. We had a couple that were late or got lost, or we had one that thought the whole thing was virtual and was confused Oops. about why he was supposed to be there. So, but you know, there's always one or two of those little little things that pop up, like, oh, I'm I'm lost. I can't find GPB. It's right. Like, All right, we're kind of question whether someone can't find GPB, but uh, anyway, <laughs> it's a big building. Um, yes. So what's so the so the hard question, Josephine? So what's something kind of fun and cool about you that people might not know about? Mm, well, um, and I have to name my husband in this too because he's he's been part of it. I have fostered <laughs> a lot of uh, shelter animals, <laughs> so probably twenty dogs, I would guess. Um, we're taking a little break right now because my husband's had to be out of town and we have three dogs. Uh, they're out taking a walk right now. <laughs> so, um, but that has, uh, that has been really rewarding. Georgia has so many, our shelters, I, in fact, right now, I've never seen them this full and animals that can transport if people are just willing to open their homes. So, um, and we have three personal dogs. So I call it the Island of Misfit Toys because ours are all rescues. And, uh, so that's probably something different about me. Um, let's, yeah, let's, let's give some, let's throw out some, some love here. So if someone wants, wants to foster a dog, who would they? Who would they call? How, how would they find the opportunity? So, I mean, depending on your location, there's municipal shelters all over the state of Georgia. Sometimes they're a great place to start because they can connect you with a rescue. Um, so, you know, um, I foster for a rescue that is based in Maine uh, called the Pixel Fund. And they they pull a lot of animals occasionally from Atlanta, but a lot from middle Georgia and um And there's, I mean, there's so many in Atlanta and they're always, always desperate looking for fosters because we're not for fosters, quite frankly, a lot of these dogs are, and cats are never going to make it out. So how long do you usually keep a a pet or an animal? Yeah, normally it depends on their temperament. If they need a lot of um, TLC, (laughs) we've had some (laughs) slightly feral ones, Um, one stayed over a year, but typically if they don't have heartworm um, and they're just, they just kind of need a place to hang out about three weeks. And then that's for animals that transport. If they're going to stay locally, it's just going to be until they're adopted. So um, it really runs the gamut, but we've had, and and people tend to, you know, tend to think, Oh, they're all going to be one particular kind of animal. We've literally had, I said the only breeds we haven't had are a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel and a Golden Retriever. <laughs> those animals don't seem to make it into rescue quite as often, although there are breed specific rescues in Georgia that, you know, that deal with um, both of those breeds. But it's just like I said, it's something I just got sick of seeing in my community that they were euthanizing animals. And I was like, I, this is not okay with me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, from absolutely. Connecticut and I like, it just, it blew my mind. So anyway. Um, well, it's, it's great that you do that. And and I, the, the reason I asked kind of length is people might, might be listening or watching and thinking, well, I can't take a dog for a year, but you know, I could, I could take the dog or, or a cat for two or three or four weeks. Yeah. And that, that's kind of is a, or maybe a reasonable time frame for someone. I figure, okay, you know, 
I have I have time over the summer. I have time, you know, this month to do it. So, all right, that, that's that's great. All right, so it's kind of the, the lightning round here. So, what's what's the uh, give you a choice? Either the last book you've read or the last podcast you've listened to. That okay. was that wasn't a GPB podcast. Okay, yeah, because <laughs> I edit Battleground Ballot Box. So I was going to say it was that. Um, actually. Uh, 70 over 70. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, I am just, I love listening to the wisdom of older people. I have, a, I think I was just raised being told respect your elders a lot. Sure. Um, so it's just, it's a, I think it's from Pine- pineapple street media and um, it, it, they basically talk to people over 70. I mean, the things the the wisdom they have gleaned from just being on the planet so long is really cool. And I think as, you know, quite frankly, yeah. <laughs> I look ahead to the future. I think, how do I want I watch both my parents age? And I think how, what's the best way to do this and to right, stay really right. engaged. And right. um, so that's probably it. And I'm currently <clears throat> reading a book. I see a theme here, ninth street women about, uh, I heard about it on NPR. Um, that it is, um, it was a group of five women, um, that, that kind of made their foray into contemporary art when women did not do that. So it's really interesting. It's super long. So it's, and the font is really tiny. So it's taking me a while to get through. Okay. So I would say those are the, you know, those are the two. All right. Favorite local restaurant. Well, I am based in, I, I work in Atlanta some of the time, but I'm based in Macon. So I'm going to give, uh, if you're ever here, um, the, a restaurant called Grow. It's it's kind of a, um, I eat vegetarian, I would say about 85 to 90% of the time. So um, they serve food um, with fresh local produce. So, and, and the menu changes constantly. Um, I also have to, I'm sorry, I'm going to name two. Um, there's a, some iconic restaurants to make, and I'll mention H and H when I'm just sure. like, when That's you a need one. a breakfast, yep. Yep. I, I'm going to go there and, uh, we, we just love to do brunch <laughs> there because it's just a great breakfast. All right. Uh, favorite guilty pleasure. Okay. Mm. Well, um, I can never think of a day that I've gone without chocolate <laughs> and, um, Ooh, my daughter kind of got me hooked on occasionally watching TikTok. I do not post on it. I think I have one video <laughs> up of my dog. But when I'm like, when I'm Twittered out from checking news at the end of the day, I'll watch it for about 20 minutes. Um, I mostly follow comedians and, you know, I don't know, just random stuff, just as a palate cleanser. Right. So I would say that's probably a guilty pleasure. And uh favorite local getaway? I'm a beach person. So um, I would say coastal Georgia. Um, we love Savannah. We um, we live in a really old house. So I love to look at old houses, but um, I've been going with some, I, some Southern women introduced me to the whole concept of a girl trip. That was not, I didn't even know what that was anyway. So I've been going to with them to St. Simon's for a long time. And so yep. that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of St. Simon's. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. Um, anything else that coming up about, you know, in your world in GPB that folks should know about there or think about, obviously we talked about the, the politics of it, but. 
Yeah, I mean, just stay tuned. I mean, Political Rewind is, you know, just an amazing show. If you want to stay like super up to date on what's happening and you want civil conversation, I would say just watch our watch our coverage. We have some exciting um, new hires coming. So there's that. Um, yeah, but just, you know, stay tuned and um, and reach out if you have any ideas or you just want to communicate with us. Social media is a great place to do that. Very good. And you'll let me know about those new hires. Yeah. <laughs> keep me in the loop. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Could, yeah. Cause we, we, I got my monthly newsletter. So it's like to kind of keep up with, uh, with yeah. who, who's moving and coming in and going out and yep. getting married and getting promoted and all that kind of fun stuff. Right. Absolutely. Uh, it's, a, it's a busy, uh, it's a busy news environment in, in Georgia. Yeah. So it's, it's, but it's fun keeping up with it because uh, you guys Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't do off. anything else. I just, I, I have the bug. <laughs> how long have you been? So, at, how long have you been at GPV? Fifteen years. Okay. Yeah. We, joke that I've had yeah. almost every job, <laughs> except engineer. <laughs> and where were you before that? Um, so I was writing. I was freelance writing for Viacom. I wrote for TV Land because we moved here. I moved here to Georgia because my husband is from here, um, and I had been working for a documentary um, film company in Connecticut. And we had lived in Salt Lake City and I'd worked at, at a TV and a radio station. So um, I came here and I just thought I live in Macon, like career is super on hold. And then I heard about a job at GPB. So yeah. that's the rest is uh, history. Very good. We've been talking with Josephine Bennett with Georgia Public Broadcasting. Thank you, Josephine. Appreciate your time today. Thanks, Mitch. Nice to visit. And uh, as always, uh, tune in Sundays. Sometimes earlier in the day, sometimes later, depending on how busy Mitch is getting this thing posted uh, for another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. And uh, as always, if you are looking for our direct directory of uh, Atlanta Media, go to leftsatlantamedia.com. And if you're a journalist looking for story sources, go to mitchesmediamatch.com or just give me a call, which is what more people seem to do anyway. So that's <laughs> that's all good. All right. We're done for today. Thanks for thank you very much for for, for joining us.